Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Wednesday, July 15th, 2020. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist I've ever gone to, the only one I've gone to the last 26 years. He's open for business. He's ready to welcome you as a patient. Why don't you call? Call now, 317-849-2933. He's wonderful. The whole team's wonderful. You're going to have a great time there. Who has a great time at the dentist? This guy has a great time at the dentist. I had a great time watching the Cubs scrimmage last night. At Wrigley Field, the Cubs played the Cubs, getting ready to play this season. They are right now nine days away from opening day at Wrigley Field. They're going to play a night game against the Brewers on July 24th. And last night, a bit of a dress rehearsal. They got some more of these things. And then they've got a couple of scrimmages against the White Sox or whatever. Anyway, I switched to Hulu Live yesterday from YouTube TV. This has been in the works for a while because YouTube TV is raising its prices to accommodate adding some networks I have no interest in. Interest in. I'm pissed off about it. So I'm, I'm cutting that relationship. I've already cut the cord. I'm going to cut the relationship with YouTube TV and I'm welcoming you Hulu Live into my life. A couple of things about Hulu. The guide interfa- interface sucks compared to YouTube TV. The picture is better. That's a good thing. Uh, the selection of networks is pretty much the same. It's very, very close. But you get marquee. You don't get marquee with YouTube TV. You do with Hulu. So I watched the Cubs scrimmage last night. In fact, I watched a game before the Cubs scrimmage. It was the first real night game, the first uh, regulation night game. Of course, they played a night game on 8-8-88, August 8th, 1988. It was rained out, that game against the Phillies. The next night, they played against the Mets. And so uh, Gary Carter had been sitting on 299 career home runs forever. And we were in the box seats, as was our want at that time, being a good friend of a guy with unlimited access to great seats to Cubs games. I won't mention his name, but a wonderful friend and the godfather to my son, by the way. And uh, so I'm yelling because, you know, a few, a few man sodas in. 
I'm yelling 299 incessantly at Gary Carter when he comes to the plate in the top of the sixth. The moment that I sign up for Hulu Live yesterday and turn it to the marquee network, Gary Carter is at the plate for the Mets in the top of the sixth. The first thing that I hear before I hear either Vin Scully or Joe Gargiola's uh, voices, I hear 299, 299. It's me. The first voice I hear on the Marquee Network or uh, on Hulu Live TV is my own. How odd is that? Well, I think it's plenty odd. Anyway, last night, you Darvish. Uh, through some, and so did Kyle Hendricks. Kyle Hendricks looked like he was in mid-season form, looked great. You Darvish looked good, minus the gopher ball he gave up to uh, Wilson Contreras. Uh, it was fun to watch live baseball again. Anthony Rizzo, some bad news about him. He's getting an MRI in his back. That ain't good. So anyway, the Cubs getting ready to play this season. It looks like offensively they're going to have a tough time scoring runs. If they can get pitching like they got last night from Kyle Hendricks and uh, Hugh Darvish, I think they got a chance to win some games. The production last night, not stellar. The direction was slow. The takes were slow to uh, better angles. Um, You didn't have enough cameras, and the graphics package sucked. I have no idea. Why wouldn't you present this scrimmage in the way you're going to present a regular season game given that it's the first time the Marquee Network is doing any of this. Why not have a full-blown dress rehearsal as we move forward? Maybe they'll do that for one of the Cubs' White Sox scrimmages, but I don't know why they didn't do it last night. I don't know why you don't have full graphics. All they had was a score widget, which is just crazy. Uh, Len Casper, Jim Deshays, sounded good, though, so that's good. Um, TBT Championship last night. The Golden Eagles won. They beat sideline cancer. Uh, Mo Creek was disconsolate after the game, in tears on the floor. This is a big deal. These guys are playing for a lot of jack. Uh, million dollars to the winner, to the winning team. Donut to the loser. Guys were upset, and for other reasons as well. But the game was really exciting. It went 70-70 to 70 into the Elam ending, and then Travis Diener, with uh, the Golden Eagles at 75, hits a three ball from the right corner to carry the day for the Golden Eagles. Nice way, if Travis Diener at the age of 38 wants to tie a bow on his career, is a pretty good way to do it. Enjoyed, speaking of man sodas, a couple of man sodas after the game. Dan Dockich calls him, uh, (laughs) I don't know, America's favorite beer drinker, something like that. Uh, makes me laugh every time he says it. Peyton Hendershot has been fully reinstated to IU football. Didn't see this coming, did we? Peyton Hendershot, record-setting tight end for the Hoosiers, uh, earlier this year got in some trouble, some domestic battery charges levied against him, criminal conversion, a dust-up with his wife about laundry or something. Like, Peyton did the laundry of his girlfriend. I don't know what the hell happened, but somebody got touched. And... Men don't touch women. Indiana, as an athletic department, has been very, very anti-domestic violence, as it should be. But when this happened, he uh, Peyton Hendershot was uh, was told, "Hey, you are uh, your persona non grata unless you prove to us that you've learned your lesson." Well, evidently, he's learned his lesson, and evidently, catching fifty plus balls, the first tight end to do that in the history of Indiana football. 
that carries some weight for Indiana. Um, to me, you put your hands on a woman, it's over regardless of the circumstance. At Indiana, they play by a different set of rules, and I think it's a shame whether the kid can play football or not. I think it's a shame whether he's learned his lesson or not. I think it's a shame to stand idly by and and allow this. I, I, I think you cut the cord, and you bring a significant consequence. Again, and you know what? We all make mistakes, but we all have to pay for those mistakes in order to learn from those mistakes. Maybe internally, there have been some uh, some measures taken that Indiana feels is sufficient to instill that lesson in Hendershot. I don't like it. You put your hands on a woman, I'm done with you. Uh, people on social media are starting to say that Victor Oladipo, he's making a monetary decision if he plays. Here's the deal. He's due about $3 bucks for the remaining eight games of the regular season of the 21 that he's under contract to earn. All right, so you've got uh, the $3 million that he would not get because he's considered healthy as a basketball player. And so if he sits, he would not get the $3 million. And people are saying, well, this is all about the $3 million. And it may be, I don't know. But here's the way I would look at it if I were Victor Oladipo. I think Victor Oladipo is far too smart to think that way. To think three million is great. What Victor Oladipo's decision was about earlier was making sure that he was in shape to play that final season he's under contract, so he can go get a hundred plus million dollars in his next extension, or or in signing as a free agent in Miami or New York or wherever the hell he'd go. That's this isn't about three million. This is about one hundred plus million dollars. The decision to play or not to play. If he plays, it's because he wants to play. It's not because of $3 million. If he was going to make a financial decision, it would be in favor of uh, not playing and then playing next year, showing that he's healthy and cashing in at the end of next season. That's the smart play financially. The $3 million, not a smart play financially, necessarily if you're putting at risk that $100 million. So let's get off, off Victor's back about $3 million. bucks. If the Pacers get Vic back, they got a chance to raise some hell. Look, early in their schedule, early as they conclude the regular season, their first four games, not bad. The first one's against the 76ers. If they can win that one, then the next three are very winnable, where they, uh, uh, they take on three teams with losing records. They got Washington, 16 games under 500. The Magic, they're five games under 500. And then the Suns are 13 games under 500. If you can go 4 0 those first four games, you got a chance that right now they're tied for fifth with Philly. You move into fifth place all by yourself. Then you got the Heat at four and you got Boston at three. Boston's like four games up. Catching Boston's going to be tough, but if Boston doesn't gel quickly in this reboot of the season. You know what? You got a chance to move up to number three if you win those first four games. If you lose any of those first four games, the deal's probably done. But I think the Pacers are in really good shape as we get ever closer to the resumption of this basketball season. What are we, uh, what's today, the 15th? So we're 16, 17 days 
away from the Pacers playing the 76ers. I, I think it's going to be unbelievable. I can't wait. We're going to have baseball back. We're going to have bas- basketball back unless things go haywire. How about Philadelphia? Philadelphia? City of Philadelphia says, you know what? No fans for nothing. Not just the Phillies, which I understand. Because baseball, you know what? We're, we're not in a place where you can safely convene 40,000 people in, in the same, even an outdoor stadium. But to say that Eagles, no fans. For the Eagles, I mean, we're... We're just under two months away from NFL openers. We don't know what the hell things are going to look like in two months. We have no idea. What I, People have, go, have become hysterical about coronavirus. And look, I understand respecting it, but becoming hysterical is just flat out nuts. And we need to, we need to, we need to pull back a little bit. Some people just need to be scared. They love to be scared about stuff. I don't I don't get scared about that kind of thing. I get respectful about it. Went to the Kroger yesterday, wore my mask, because other people, like they get a little bit jittery around people not wearing masks. Okay, fair enough. I don't want to make people jittery, but I'm not going to walk around jittery myself. I just won't do it. Let's celebrate some birthdays. Will we? I, I don't want the virus. I'm not going to court the virus, but I'm not going to live my life in paralytic fear of the virus. Uh, Gary Jarrett celebrating a birthday today. Rowan Tracer, happy birthday. Uh, Lenny Davis, the great Cliff Saunders down in Houston celebrating a birthday. Be safe, Cliffy. Uh, the great Scott Johnston celebrating a birthday. Where would Donald Davidson be without Scott Johnston? That is the question. Uh, Justin Hendricks, happy birthday. Chip Gognier, Happy birthday, Jimmy LaFakis. Happy birthday, William Williams, Dave Christie, Tom John, and the great Kevin Finch enjoying enjoying a wonderful third act of his professional life. Um, If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. That's best done with an honest and specific compliment today. Sports Nothing But Sports will be talking to and about the Pacers and the Fever. We'll hear from Nate McMillan. We'll hear from Fever players. We'll hear from some Pacers players. It's all round ball all day today. Sports and other but sports posting by 3 o'clock. Post time by 3 o'clock.